Hey, what's going on, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Talking in Bits. But before we actually get into the show, I wanted to remind you guys that Talking in Bits is completely 100% audience funded. What that basically means is you will never have to listen to no ads. You will never have to watch any ads because we don't have any corporate sponsors and we don't plan on getting any corporate sponsors. Uh, in order to keep that going, Hey, what's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Talking in Bits. But before we actually get to the show, I wanted to remind you guys that Talking in Bits is actually 100% audience funded. What that basically means is the show does not have any corporate sponsors, nor do we plan on having any corporate sponsors so that you don't have to sit through any ads. Um, and we plan to keep that going for as long as we possibly can. And the way we're able to do that is with support with great listeners. Hey, what's going on, everyone? And welcome to another episode of Talking in Bits. But before we actually get to the show, I wanted to remind you guys that Talking in Bits is completely 100% audience funded. What that basically means is, is that you will never have to sit through no ads while you're listening to Talking in Bits. And the only way we can continue to do that and have been able to do that is with contributions and donations with great listeners such as yourself. So in order to keep that spirit alive, there's a few ways that you can actually donate to the show. My favorite way is podcasting 2.0 apps. There's a bunch of them out there, but my two favorite are Fountain App and Breeze. And with these apps, it's basically like any other podcasting app. You can subscribe to Talking in Bits. Um, you can load up some sats into the wallet and you can set how many sats per minute you think Talking in Bits is worth or how much value you're receiving from Talking in Bits. You can do this from both of those apps. Another really cool feature in, the, in these apps, these podcast 2.0 apps, is the boost feature. And what the boost feature is, is basically you get to pick a certain amount of sets that you want to send in and you can embed a message inside of that transaction into the show. And what I'm going to do is week to week, the best ones that come in, I'm going to read them and give shout outs here live on the show. So that's another way that you can help keep this ad free um, and keep this content rolling. Uh, if you're not using the podcast 2.0 apps, then you can head on over to talkingandbits.com backslash donate. And there you'll find various links to be able to send in Lightning, to be able to send on-chain, and even a Paynim. So go check out the, the website. That's another way to contribute. And if you're listening to us on the legacy outlets like YouTube, Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, then you could do the good old-fashioned leave a review, share, subscribe. All that stuff helps and helps us float up higher so more people can get this value and more people could get everything that we want to provide to our listeners. So once again, we appreciate you. The only reason we've been able to keep this up is because of y'all, and we want to keep that going for as long as we can. All right, without further ado, on to this week's episode. I also made the case for owning Bitcoin, the quintessence of scarcity premium. Scarcity premium. It's literally the only large tradable asset in the world that has a known fixed maximum supply. By its design, the total quantity of Bitcoins cannot exceed 21 million. Bitcoin is the hardest money that has ever been invented. If you don't have my private key, you cannot spend my Bitcoin, period. And this is the power of Bitcoin. It's the first time we figured out how to create true property that you can take possession of with full custodial rights. Hey, what's going on, everyone? And welcome to another episode of Talking in Bits. This is the solo rip chain. The main chain is on Wednesdays. Just a friendly reminder, on the main chain, you'll be able to get some fantastic interviews. Actually... The one that just passed with Gigi it was probably one of my personal favorite interviews ever. I've had a lot of them here, so it's hard to choose which one is best. Uh, but Gigi is just such a knowledgeable guy. 
such a, a Bitcoin maxi. And by the end of the conversation, believe it or not, I became even more bullish uh, at, at the end of it here. So uh, check out the main chain. Check out all the episodes. I'm going to get into a little bit here on how you can help support the show. I know you guys got like the pre-buffer um, donation ad is what I call it, uh, which is, you know, just letting you know how you can donate to the show because we actually function and run off of user-generated donations, uh, not from anything else. But either way, whether you stream some stats, check it out on YouTube or not, go check out that GG episode. It's a fantastic episode. So here on the side chain, on the solo rip chain, we're here back with episode 13. Super humble and super glad to be able to do two episodes a week for y'all. Um, this one just allows me to kind of just rant for a little bit. And uh, if you guys were to mind your block, which is another segment y'all could do, or you can boost on Fountain, then I'll be able to incorporate you guys into this episode uh, and you guys will be actually able to have some time on the show or I'll be able to call out some boost um, that I've received here on the show. So uh, go check that out. Go do that stuff. But we're here with episode uh, solo rip number 13 here on the weekends. Like I tell you, when I want to keep these brief, I want to keep these concise. I want to make them a small little rip. Pocket size, if you want to call it that, so you guys could be able to hear it in the morning uh, when you do your workouts, when you do your early morning stuff, maybe before the kids wake up, maybe, you know, whatever you got going on. And then you have some ammunition that will allow you to go out there and be able to uh, to have deeper conversations, nice conversations uh, when you're out with your peers or whatever. Um, I love to rip. I think it's one of those things where, like, you know, because of platforms like Fountain and because of podcasting in general, I'm allowed the opportunity to be able to rip on any certain company um, and any certain thing that I'm really upset about. And you guys seem to resonate with that. And I appreciate you guys not only for listening, but rolling with me on these rips. Sometimes they're tangents. Actually, the last rip, Solo Rip 12, uh, I actually broke a sweat during the Solo Rip. So <laughs> that's how uh, furious I was in that situation there. Uh, but you guys definitely go check it out. Solo Rip 12 on the side chains, all on the same RSS feed, by the way. So I know I have, I call them chains, but you don't have to subscribe to two different channels. Uh, subscribing and talking in bits is not only greatly appreciated, uh, but it gives you access to the side chain, Solo Rips, and the main chain, whereas all the interviews are happening. Uh, but without further ado, I only got a few topics here. Some of them are really important. I think they're always all important when it comes to Bitcoin and what's going on. Uh, a little bit from my real life, I'm going to talk about how interest rates is actually affecting me personally. Uh, because I know most of us are on Twitter and we hear the you know the headlines and we're like, ah, that doesn't really affect us. We're big corners and we're pushing. Well, this one's actually affected me directly and has actually delayed a bunch of things in my life and has brought a lot of turbulence to uh, uh, an upcoming situation, which if you're a, a constant listener, you already know of. Um, and, and that's that that's big. Um, with all the stuff exploding like Celsius and people not being able to withdraw and, you know, BlockFi, now they're getting some funding to try to keep themselves afloat. But I still think that that's a huge red flag and it's eventually going to collapse. Then I want to talk about multisig just a little bit. Uh, I mean, I talk multisig in my day job pretty much all day. Uh, I'm by no means the expert of multisig, but I think I'll be able to give you guys just a little bit of introduction on how you can secure your Bitcoin, not only in cold storage, uh, but like spreading out your risk risk points of failure so that you don't just have one single point of failure, uh, therefore uh, jeopardizing your funds. So that's something I want to talk about here. And then you guys hear me talk about them all the time. It may sound like an ad you know, for Fountain, uh, but I promise you, Fountain doesn't pay me. Fountain doesn't give me anything. I'm just keen on observing and reporting on and giving kudos to innovation. 
And especially when it comes to the podcasting space, which is something I'm, you know, I'm so deep in and so in love with and and an industry that's so early, even though most people think that they're late, it's so early with all the new things that are going on, especially with Lightning uh, and all those other things. So I want to talk about Fountain's latest update and how it empowers both sides of the table, not only the creator, um, but also the listener, you guys. So I'm going to start with the interest rates example. So as you know, the uh, the buffoonery that's happening, buffoonery is my favorite word, by the way. <laughs> I know y'all called me out on that. With all the buffoonery that's happening uh, with the Fed, they uh, pushed up the interest rates. Most of the time when you know a person is not taking any action or isn't making any major moves or anything like that, then this doesn't really matter, right? And Bitcoiners are still bullish and they continue to buy and all that. Um, but there's an argument to be made where this is also hurts the price of Bitcoin. Now, I have to remind people that tell me, um, you know, all the time, there's there's, a, there's individuals that tell me like, well, you know, interest rates are hurting all investments. They're hurting Bitcoin. They're hurting crypto, which I still cringe at the word crypto. They're hurting real estate. They're hurt. All right. Well, it's not doing anything to Bitcoin specifically, right? Bitcoin is still chugging along, mining a block every 10 minutes or so. TikTok next block still going, still the best form best form of property, still hard money. None of Bitcoin has actually been affected. What has been affected is is all the uh, uh, leveraged Bitcoiners, the people that came in and listened to Michael Saylor a few years ago when he was saying you should you know refinance your house and you should get leveraged loans and you should do all those people are getting completely slaughtered right now. Um, especially the ones that don't hold their keys and try to get a little bit of leverage by getting some you know, interest fees on BlockFi and things like that. Those people are definitely getting wrecked. But I want to make a clear um, distinction here, especially to the investors, the ones that I've been talking to lately. Real estate, definitely getting wrecked. Um, stock market, definitely getting wrecked, right? Um, all these things, bonds, all this stuff is getting wrecked. Crypto, getting wrecked. Bitcoin is not getting wrecked. The leveraged Bitcoiners are getting wrecked. And that's a very clear distinction there. And I want people to know that, that there's a difference because that goes along with the FUD. If somebody's new or they don't really know much and they see the price of Bitcoin, then they're going to think that, oh, it is controllable because all it takes is for interest rates to go up for Bitcoin to get wrecked. No, 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 no. That's not exactly how what's working. But what you are witnessing in real time is, like I said, all those highly leveraged Bitcoiners, and we'll use Bitcoiners with quotations here uh, because they're really just investors. They're not Bitcoiners. They're getting completely wrecked because they decided to leverage to be able to buy Bitcoin. And now they can't ride through the volatility. They can't ride to the wave. But I assure you, you could go check out uh, um, you know, Clark Moody's dashboard. You could go check out anywhere Bitcoin is perfectly fine and actually continues to get stronger and stronger and stronger. Um, so definitely a clear distinction there. But my real life example. So as many of you guys know, I'm in the process of moving. I have been for a few months here. That means I have to sell this house here. I have to get rid of this property here that I'm in. Um, and then we had a real life situation where interest rates really um, delayed us and really put a lot of turbulence in what's going on. So just to be completely transparent here on the solo rip and, and just to you listeners, because I'm always transparent. So we had the house on sale. We had a purchase and sales agreement. And what a purchase and sales agreement is, is basically both sides have already agreed that they want to make this deal go through, right? We ordered the trucks. We ordered the moving stuff. We had a closing date. And then as if by overnight, when the interest rates went up, that literally knocked the buyer off qualification for their loan. So I get a phone call after all of this is already set, after my destination is already set, all that is lined up, say, basically saying they have to back out because they're not approved for the loan. 
So indirectly or directly, depending on how deep you want to go into this thought, the Fed completely fucked me and my family over for being able to do what it is that we've been planning to do for, let's say, the last six months or so, right? So immediately, uh, a certain subset of buyers were completely eliminated, right? Including the one that was already on the table with me just by the moves and the buffoonery that was happening up with the Fed. Uh, and that actually has us, you know, trying to figure things out. Scrambling is a good word to use, although I'm calm and collected. I'm not really scrambling. It is a scramble because now we have to line up brand new plans and brand new buyers have to do all this stuff again. Now, it continues to affect us now because when we went to go line up brand new buyers and we went to go do a brand new open house and start this whole process over again, well, the amount of people that actually came out was actually much less. The new offers that we got were actually much less, not in price, but in the amount of them that came in. And that puts a lot of pressure on us now because not just us, by the way, this is happening across the country. It puts a lot of pressure on the buy on sellers and buyers now. Buyers because they can't afford their mortgage or their new projected mortgage and sellers because you either have to get very lucky or you have to start dropping your price, right? There's that incentive there to now have to line this up. So we're literally been affected by this. Um, and, and it's a race to make sure that we can get this house off before the Fed decides to do any brand new buffoonery. So this actually is affecting a lot of people. It's it's hitting me in direct. If you're listening to this and you're saying that, no, nah, that hasn't affected me yet. Well, that's because you're not making any moves that it would affect you in, right? And that's also because you don't have any leveraged Bitcoin. Kudos for you on that second one. Uh, but this is actually you know, having a major impact on what's going on and what's going on in pricing. So imagine if a month ago, you had a pre-qualification that would probably get your mortgage at about $1,400. Well, literally seamlessly overnight, now you have a mortgage that's $1,600. And that's really, really putting pressure on the majority of the population that's looking to buy their first new home uh, and the majority of the sellers that are trying to get top dollars. Now, the, the, the thing, and this is where it really matters, is if you were to zoom back out six months ago, maybe even a year ago, there would be a line down the street for people trying to buy your house. They would be putting people putting offers 20,000, 30,000 above just to be able to get into a property. And now in the example I just gave you, it's far less and you're get you're on sketchy grounds where, you know, most people don't even qualify anymore. So, uh, I just wanted to give a real life example on how this buffoonery affects us all. Uh, and I wanted to make that clear distinction that Bitcoin is not wrecked. Leverage Bitcoiners or people that bought Bitcoin leverage are getting wrecked. Uh, but, Expect the pain to continue. Expect the, the Fed to continue to do this stuff. I don't know if they're going to do another interest hike, but hey, we're, we're clown world going on right now. We, I talked to Joe Gigi about that a lot. There's a possibility that that may actually happen. So uh, be on the lookout for that. That is extremely something you should keep your eye on and something that's making all of our day-to-day -day lives away from Bitcoin extremely difficult to be able to live and, and continue to function. So that's my real-life example on the interest rates. I wanted to share that with y'all. Um, and eventually we will get this done. Eventually we will be moving uh, not only the studio, but ourselves uh, into what I believe is a better situation for my family and I. Um, but there's a uh, we have to take the long road, I guess is the best way to sum that up. All right, guys, um, shifting over to all the, um, you know, this was happening in the last few weeks, not just this week alone, but, you know, the Celsius not even being able to allow people to withdraw and the inevitability of that being a virus that spreads around to BlockFi and to other places, um, you know, whether it's through white labeling tactics or whether it's just literally, nope, you can't do anything. This is about to happen. So get your keys off of the, I mean, get your Bitcoin off of the exchange and, and get them behind private keys. Um, 
if you can only afford a single SIG, do that. That's much better um, than just keeping them on an exchange 100%, 1,000%. But I wanted to talk about multi-SIG a little bit because a lot of the fear and a lot of the reason why people actually stay on exchanges is because you know they, they don't want to shoot themselves in the foot. You know, Back to Gigi's last episode, it's still very easy practically to shoot yourself in the foot and lock yourself out of Bitcoin or be able to screw yourself over. Um, so what multi-sig does is basically, you know, eliminates the single point of failures, right? So now you don't just have one set of private keys that's securing the Bitcoin. You have three sets of private keys that are securing the Bitcoin. So, whoa, whoa, whoa. I want to stop there. Before you're thinking, well, shit, man, if I can't secure one set of private keys, what makes you think that I could do two? Well, this goes back to ownership, right? So... First of all, I recommend, and this is you know not an ad for Unchained. I just work with it every day and know the power of it, and know that you know the the integrity that Unchained Capital brings to the table when it comes to this space. You know, um, collaborative custody, right? Which is where you don't have to have all three of the keys. You can basically have two of the keys, which gives you ownership because that's the majority of the keys, and then you can have a backup key, right? A a, a friendly. A collaborative partner that basically provides the third key and then it's unchained you know responsibility to secure their key so this actually makes it much easier for you not to not have to guard three sets of private keys you can just guard two um and then if one of them were to fail if one of them were to be compromised if one of them were to be you know any of those things then not only do you have a great team of bitcoiners and pure bitcoiners that can help you troubleshoot and be able to you know, recover your Bitcoin in a situation, but you also allow the ability for you not to just lose one set of keys and it all being over, game over, right? So if I have one cold card or one treasure, one set of private keys and they're compromised or, you know, somebody steals it, they can just sign with that device or with those private keys and move all the Bitcoin, game over. Conversely, if you lose the private keys and you don't have access to your device, game over. You've already locked yourself out. You've contributed to the network. That, that, that's another one there. Um, but if the device fails, you know, you, you'll be able to have a second device along with the, the collaborative partner unchained in this example's key to be able to, to have two signatures out of the three to be able to move that, right? So you can see already where like, yes, you do have to take ownership of two of the private keys. And this is where in Bitcoin, you can't avoid ownership. You have to own up to the fact that you have to secure your wealth if you want to do it the right way. If you want to rely on these other custodials, by all means. I mean, you've already seen all the examples all the way back from Mt. Gox, all the way to Celsius now today. So that's how much ownership you want to take on. If you want to give the ownership to a third-party custodial, well, you're pretty much freaking screwed there. But if you take some responsibility, you learn about this stuff, and you take some ownership, along with collaborative custody, meaning Unchained in this example does not own your Bitcoin. You have two of the three keys and Unchained literally through... The, the protocol cannot move your Bitcoin because they won't be able to sign with two keys. They can only sign with one. That's not enough in multi-sig. You need two of the keys. So you always have access to the Bitcoin. And I could talk about how Unchained provides uh, an emergency. You know, uh, Actually, I recommend um, following Clockwork Prior, uh, Tyler Campbell. Um, not only has he been on, on Marty's podcast, TFTC, but he's been on a few other podcasts. And he explains this stuff extremely well. So shout out to Tyler there. Um, but... 
you know, you can get a wallet config file from Unchained and literally make sure that even Unchained is not your single point of failure. Meaning that if Unchained were to go bankrupt or if a meteor were to strike Austin or whatever the, the situation may be, you can still get your treasure map, which is your config file, and you can still head on over to Sparrow or any of these places and still have full control of your Bitcoin. Good luck doing that on Coinbase or anywhere else, right? So my point is, is that multi-signature allows for you to not kill yourself uh, with a single point, right? Not destroy your wealth with a single point. And also, if a bad actor comes in, not destroy yourself by them getting a single point. So if the bad actor takes one of your keys, they still need the second one to sign, right? If the bad actor gets a hold of your Unchained account, well, hopefully you have a 2FA and they have to get through that, but they still need your two keys in order to be able to sign transactions out. I think you guys are getting the point. If you haven't considered multi-signature, I suggest you guys explore that. Uh, when I first started learning about cold storage, of course, single sig was the way to go. Get your code card, get whatever you need to do. Uh, but, you know, working day to day and understanding the type of integrity that Bitcoin has, they serve the double a, a double edged sword here, which is you get the education, you get the comfort of being able to speak to a person about it, right? Not just blogs and not just Bitcoiners. And you get the protection of not having to secure three keys, but having a, a backup friendly key uh, while still having control of your Bitcoin. So with all this stuff going on, I just want to highly recommend multi-signature. Um, reach out to me, Deathbed at Twitter, talking a bits on Twitter. And uh, if you have any more questions, you know, I'll be able to talk to you and help you through that uh, or getting set up. Unchained Capital is not the only way to do it, but I have to, you know, give credit where credit's due. The virtues uh, of, of Unchained Capital and the Bitcoin only ethos of Unchained Capital makes that a really good situation for you to be able to jump in. And that's not an ad. Yes, I work for them. That's not, that's just truth, right? Because I wouldn't be giving you this information or requesting for you guys to take any action if I was working for Coinbase. Matter of fact, I probably would hide under a rock <laughs> and not let anybody know that I was working for Coinbase. So look into multi-signature, whether you take all three keys on your own, that's even better, right? Uh, but there is ways to get help with that because a lot of the situation, a lot of the problems come with, damn, I don't want to secure this stuff. This is complicated or I'm too scared to secure this stuff. There is ways to do it correctly. Go check those ways out and go experiment with that stuff. So we talked about interest rates. We talked about multi-sig. And now we're going to come back to one of my favorite things, and that's the podcasting space. So podcasting 2.0 has opened the ability through the RSS feed and the value block to be able to change the game for podcasting, right? And I'm going to highlight Fountain in this example because their latest update is just magical. But understand that what... Podcast Podcast 2.0 and the index have allowed is for any company that's working with podcasts to be able to unlock a lot of features for their content creators and for their listeners. Fountain just seems to be the ones that are really bullish and are doing this the best, in my opinion. So Fountain's latest update allows you now, while you're listening to me, to be able to earn sets. You don't need to pay for anything. You don't need to like plug me in. You don't need to do no nothing. You literally just download a Fountain app you literally just subscribe to Talking in Bits. You get a Fountain app wallet when you have the app. And right there, you're going to notice at the top of your screen while you're listening to me rant and banter, you're going to see a counter where you're just earning sets. Free Bitcoin. I know that's hard. You're earning sets just for listening on Fountain. And that's available right now through their latest update. You've heard me talk about Fountain before. You know... And, and different methods of earning sats, you know, small amount of sats here and there. This is the king of it all because 
I love podcasting so much, not only doing them, but I've listened for since 2018. I've listened. I've been an avid podcast listener, avid, avid, avid. And I never got a single thing from the people that I've been following. Right. Matter of fact, sometimes I spend money to support them. So this is the first time ever where me listening to, and this is all podcasts, by the way. This isn't just talking in bits. If you like anything, well, not spotted, not Joe Rogan because he's blocked away. Any open RSS feed podcast that you listen to, all you have to do is subscribe to them on Fountain, and now you can get earned sats just for doing that. The beauty of this is this, though, right? The beauty of this is that, yes, you can take these sats, send them to Moon Wallet, Moon Wallet. I'm sorry, y'all, I'm still Moon Wallet. Um, you know, anywhere you want. And basically, you know, cold storage, those sats, whatever you want to do over time. But the real cool part about this is that now you can go ahead and turn those sats around that you basically got just for listening to me. And let me know what's up by the end of the episode. Let me know if you liked it. Boost me some sats because they're giving them, you're earning them just for listening to me. Now you can turn around and boost them to me and say, hey, I really liked what you were talking about. Or, hey, can I get a shout out in the next episode? Here's some sats. Here's a boost, right? Or you could, you know, stream by the minute. Hey, I've established enough sats by doing this and listening to Talking in Bits that now I want to set five sats per minute while I listen in the future on the main chain, on the side chain. And it doesn't just have to be me. You could bring this over and boost other content creators and support other great shows just like I do. Because I remember, I'm a, I'm a creator, but I'm also a podcast connoisseur. I listen to, to podcasts all the time. So to me, this is mind-boggling, something that if you're not using Fountain, you should absolutely be using Fountain. And their support staff, because some things do come with bugs, is a bunch of chads. They're a bunch of stellar team. They respond, they own up, uh, uh, and they're a really good team. So, you know, that's from the listener side. No-brainer. Earn some sats while listening to me rant. Boost, do whatever you need to do, get exposure to lightning, get exposure to podcasting 2.0, and there's no easier way to do it than just getting them for listening to podcasts, which you probably already do, right? Spectacular stuff. On the creator side of things, there's also promotional stuff now that you can do with Fountain, which I think is fantastic. Um, you can now promote a clip. By the way, just to reverse, if you're listening, you can make a clip of my show. Right, of a segment that you hear me ranting on that you agree with and people can actually give you sats for clipping the best part of my show so as a listener you can earn sats by being creative and clipping my show using my content get sats direct and you can get them for listening but uh, as a creator I can now make clips myself and promote those clips so that they kind of end up in the top uh, now I can actually promote certain episodes, right? And, and actually give like max return. So meaning if you listen to Gigi's episode and I put like a max amount of like 4,000 sets, you can earn 4,000 sets just for listening to that one episode, right? And the exposure of being able to get. So they're allowing now for creators to be able to get a spotlight without having still to serve you any ads. I don't need to say, well, sign up for Ledger and blah, 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 and then sign up for blah, 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 and you can get 20% if you just use code. No, I could just pay for you to see it, and then you could just get the benefit of listening and giving me your time by listening to the show, subscribing to the show, and then earning max amount of sats. So a lot of really cool stuff happening from Fountain. Once again, all this stuff is really available to any uh, podcast app creators. Fountain is just ahead of the ball and doing the most innovative things. I think they're leading the revolution. And if you go all the way back to probably like a year ago when I had Oscar on the show, I thanked them for making it easy for listeners to onboard to Lightning and be able to provide Talking to Bits Valley. Remember, this show only exists because of 
donations and fees through the Lightning Network, through whatever that you guys are creating. So now they've just keep upping the ante and they just keep making it easier and easier and easier. And I want to pre- you know, say this again. I don't get any money from Fountain for saying this. I just uh, I call a spade a spade and I appreciate realness when I see it. Guys, no easier time to be able to get knowledge and education, earn some sets, uh, and be able to keep these shows alive, keep shows like mine's alive, keep other shows alive by being able to show them that love. Also, contributing to open sets and other types of contributions and the guests that are on these shows, because through the splits, every single person that comes on talking to bits gets 5%. If you submit cover art for me, I'm going to give you 10%, right? If you give me show ideas, I'm going to give you a certain percent. If you promote the show, I'm going to give you a certain percent. All right, so now you guys can earn sets just for keeping shows like this alive when the, the situation before this was you listen to the podcast creator, you give them all your time, hours, right, days, you know, when they start to stack up. You buy the shit that they're advertising and then you get nothing in return. So you're just getting milked besides maybe the value of the content on the show. But mind you, if your favorite podcaster is on a slump, you're buying stuff and you're paying for these subscriptions Spotify is a good example. You're paying 15 bucks to listen to Joe Rogan and you ain't getting shit. Right? Lightning, Podcasting Index and Podcasting 2.0, Fountain and creators like me have now knocked all those barriers down and have created this scenario where we all win. The incentives all align. That's extremely important, y'all. And I'm going to continue to beat this drum. I'm sure you guys get it. I talk about it in every episode. It's our preferred way for donations. But get involved. Start to use this. Start to change the world. Start to let the Spotify's of the world know that we're not fucking with their shit anymore. You know, we're going to do this our way. Our, our guests are going to get paid because they deserve to get paid. Our listeners are going to get paid because they deserve to get paid for their time, right? And your contributions deserve to be paid, right? And now we're able to do all that stuff. So if you haven't checked out Fountain, now is a really good time to do so. Let me know. I can help you get set up. Uh, I'll put the promo code uh, it's not a promo code. It's just a way for for you to for me to get more sats while I stream and while I use it. So you can use my link. But I, you know how I do, guys. It doesn't even matter if you use my link or not. I just want you guys to get a taste of the technology. Subscribe to Talking to Bits and go from there. So that wraps up Solo Rip 13, y'all. I appreciate you guys as always. I want to keep these short and concise. And I think we're preaching, uh, uh, approaching that wall there. Our favorite ways to get support. Listen in the beginning of the episode. I got a few different ways. But just what I just talked about. Check us out on Fountain app with all the cool features. Breeze also has some of the features, so you can check us out on Breeze if you already have Breeze. Stream with some sets. The best boost I read on the show, right? And then you can head on over to Talking in Bits backslash donate, and there's a few different ways where you can donate there as well. We appreciate you guys. That's the only way we can keep this on. Bitcoin TV is where you can check out this 4K content. Go, go check us out over there. And if you have all the legacy stuff, then make sure you subscribe, make sure you share, make sure you rate, make sure you do all those algorithm stuff um, just so we can get more people on board and, and the Talking Abyss tribe can continue to expand. I appreciate you guys as always. That wraps up Solo Rip 13. Later. Later.